1: Uh, That's pretty Must good. be a great station. <laughs> uh, and so we're going to do it all morning to jam them up because it's Super Bowl week, peeps. And we got a great show today. Johnson's in for Al, everybody morning. else. Jonesy's back, Rhea's back. And uh, wow, just, just, here's what we got going on today. In this hour, 640, there is a nine-year-old boy who may be the next Joe Conklin. Really? And he's being brought on by his very proud dad to do. Meryl Reese, he's an impersonator. Yeah. He does Meryl Reese, Mike Quick, me. What? And two (laughs) voices that our own Joe Conklin has not mastered. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Wow. Nine years old. He's what you call a prodigy. I didn't know Conklin mastered the other three. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, um, you know what? How embarrassing will it be at six forty when a little kid comes wow. on and trounces Conklin? There's a great possibility. Right. Conklin will be here in the role of serious oh, Joe Well, that's nice in an effort to oversee the young man's development. Beautiful. All right, that's going on. We got Chip Snapper here from Kensington. Big days at Chip Snappers today. And all around the world people are changing the fight song. So that it applies to their heritage, we will have some examples of fight songs throughout the world, throughout our show. There was even an appeal last night by Jason Kelsey to the Japanese fans. Really? I'll let you hear oh, that. that's huge. But I will say this, for the, at least the first mm-hmm. hour... My IQ may be down 20 to 25 points.
2: How would I be able to tell?
1: Well, you Because I watched the highlights of opening night, oh, oh, and it was embarrassing. I saw and so I will too. deal with some of that stupidity in a few minutes. But something very cool happened on opening night. Yes. And I would like to address that first, because our hopes and dreams are in the hands of a very young head coach, Mr. Nick Sirianni. Who went before a worldwide audience last night, ladies and gentlemen, and preached his love for this city? And it was, here's what made it great. I have heard many coaches and managers say how great they, lo- they thought it was here. It sounded rote, it sounded like it was prepared ahead of time. Yeah. It did not come, it did not pour from the individual's heart. Nick Siriani. Ladies and gentlemen, I said this a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna say it again. Nick Sirianni is one of us. He's one of us, Joseph. Yes. He, he doesn't just preach the word of our city. He lives it. Yeah, he does. And he lives it with his family with it it is beautiful. And and I'm about to play the first thing he said. But I do not I was thinking of editing it out because it's a trip trigger for Rhea Use. Okay. Oh it caused a blood feud. With Rhea use huh? and an actor Bradley Cooper. Okay, <laughs> but I don't. In the context in which he uses it, Rhea, I don't see a problem. Okay, we'll find uh, out. Right. I don't. I well, have not heard it. All right. Now you got to also realize this. This is the other part of it. He's saying great words about us, but he's saying them like us. He's. It's pouring out of him. It's done with enthusiasm and excitement. It's real. Here's Nick Seitti talking about how he feels about Philadelphia. I feel
0: like I, I live and coach in the, the greatest uh, sports town in, in America. Um, it means so much to everybody there. That's what you want, right when you're a little kid playing in a Peewee football game, you're like, Wait, where's everybody? I want them to see us I want to see I want them to see everything that we have to offer them, right That's what you want. You know, you want your fans to love it. You want your fans to be there. You want them to be wearing green on Friday. You want them to be wearing green on Saturday. You want them to be throwing snowballs
3: at
1: Santa Claus. You want that. How beautiful is that? It's pretty that? good. Rhea, were you uh. offended by the snowballs in Santa? Mm. You always have, but it seems like in that context, it's understandable. He
2: was having Are you some fun with it. Are you buying in?
1: Are you buying in? No, this ruined your relationship with Cooper.
2: Yeah, no, well, no, I, I think what I said to him was I didn't like his portrayal of Eagles fans.
1: No, I know you it did it. Then he was offended at your comment, yes. and then uh, words were exchanged, and then uh, he stormed it out.
2: Was not, none of that happened. Uh, <laughs> and, and,
1: and to this day, you have not exchanged a single word with Bradley Cooper since <laughs> he, he did Silver Lining's playbook. He
2: would have to know who I am. No,
1: you Lodi Rhea, he would pick you out of a police lineup. No. And he would like to. No. He liked it. There was one other thing that came out, and it was, it was beautiful. And it was uh, basically. He started to talk about raising his children in this atmosphere. Is that- we want to be
0: able to put our, you know, our talents on display. And we're able to do that in the greatest sports town in America. I was able to go to a couple of uh, Phillies games. I didn't get to go to the World Series, but a couple playoff games. And I just love the fact that my kids are growing up in such a great sports town where football means so much because football means so much to me. Hmm. Hey,
1: your
3: daughter grew up here, hmm. right, Chelsea? Yeah, she did. How great is it? It's awesome. It's a great place to be. It really is. No. And great when sports teams are as successful as they are right now.
1: Right. Well, here's the thing. So uh, I so I uh, he is not just saying the right things, he's living. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Andy Reid was a freaking robot. Oh, I want to thank the fans for the great support they have. It was all written. It was nothing. It was it didn't come from the heart. This guy it's coming from the heart. Yeah, there's a you gigantic difference that? between the two guys. Now I want I'm not even sure I can use some of this language, but uh, on Philly voice, mm-hmm. Jimmy Kemski, who we had on yesterday, yeah. he compiled what is going on on Twitter right now because Nick Sirianni is now, because of his affiliation and love for our city, is now hated nationally. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not surprised. No, hated on the brink of violence. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I want to read some of these, but some of these, I'm not even sure I could say.
2: Mm, be careful. All right,
1: I'm going to be careful here. Here is some of the stuff. He said that if uh, Jimmy Kepsky wrote that if you uh, do this, try this, Johnson, it's oh, here for work. All right. Uh, search on Twitter the words Sirianni and punchable. All right? And see what comes out, because I'm going to read some of these. It filled in the box for me. Nick Sirianni embodies all that Philadelphia is about. A complete D bag, although they use the word. See how I cleaned that yeah, up? Yeah, that was very nice. Well all right. Next one Sirianni has the most punchable face ever. Uh, Sirianni has to be the biggest a hole in that stadium. Ugh, they earned it, but holy bleep, Sirianni is the most un-lo- uh, unlikable coach ever. Right. Siriani looks really looks like he seems like a D word. That's amazing. Sirianni does have the most punchable face ever. He acts like a frat boy. Sirianni seems like a fool. Perfect for Philadelphia. Uh, to, to
3: confirm this, it's I, I am a lot of what you said I'm reading, and there is that times hundred.
1: Nick Sirianni is one of those mouthy punks that I used to end up punching out in a bar a million years ago when I was a young man. That guy sounds charming. Yeah, he sounds yes. tough. I must punch Sirianni.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, 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 that is the world it's of Twitter. It's endless. Though, right? yeah. Yeah. No, but he is
2: hated now because he loves us. He's hated for a simple reason: his team's in the Super Bowl and they're not.
1: No, but and and he mugs. Yeah, who cares? And he
2: speaks. Well, Mike McCarthy shoved a cameraman during their playoff yeah. loss, and no one talked about it. No one said it. a word no. about
1: it. No, because, but this guy, that one little moment where he mugged at the camera, mm-hmm. I guess that was the first playoff game. Yeah. yeah. it's st- It stuck to him because he's us. And now what we need to do is embrace it ourselves. You understand? Yeah. Now we got to go, oh, wow. Because I'm going to tell you something. I, I, uh, my whole, All my questions today are about management people who represent our city. Uh, like right now, I'm, I'll, I'll give you a little preview of our first question of the day. I want to know who of the four guys here now. Tortorella, he's kind great. of Philly. He's, his, he's great. Doc Rivers, not so much. All uh, right. Uh, yeah. Rob Thompson, pretty early. Nick Sirianni, who embodies the spirit of, spirit of the Philly fans.
3: That's a good question. Then
1: I'm going to do it historically. And I'm leaving Nick out. I want to see of Hmm. of the – I came up with, with the help of Josie, I came up with the four that best embodied our spirit. But I love that. When you have a coach who speaks your language, it's wonderful. It is. And it's not normal. It's not normal. I love Doug. Doug was one of us, but not like this. Yeah. Not this vocal.
3: Do you, do you think Sirianni, the way he acts, irritates any Eagle fans, or is it all just fans well, of other teams? I'll
1: ask that because it shouldn't. No. Because uh, he's acting like we act, and if you don't act that way, you can be an Eagles fan, but you're not really, an e- not like the, the prototype Eagles fan. Right. The prototype Eagles fan is what Nick Seriati has naturally done in two years. Mm-hmm. And he did it from the most stumbling, ridiculous start with the news conference <laughs> to this, and now hes he went from a news conference where he could not put words together.
3: It's remarkable to see to what he's done.
1: Him entertaining the a worldwide media at the Super Bowl within two years. Yeah. That's with, unbelievable. With
3: confidence.
1: With you know? confidence. Yeah, it, is,
3: it is impressive.
1: All right, now we got a great contest today, and uh, this is gonna—I got a little twist on this one. All right, so here's what we're gonna do: we've got uh, offer of you today, Brenda Graham jersey, uh, Visa gift card, uh, and good Eagles conference championship stuff because they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, and and last night was the, now they call it opening night, but it's media night. It's yeah. the media night. Yeah. Uh, our judge today is John Johnson. Oh yeah. Wow. All right. And what I need you to nominate? Okay. Media giants, past or present. Media giants. And I'm not even restricted it to sports, but most people will do sports. The biggest giants of media in our lifetimes or beyond. All right, Johnson? All right. Because, see, I have no idea how you feel about some guy who is very famous in the 60s or the 70s. So we're looking for specific names. But there are a lot of big ones now. Mm-hmm. And you may go more current. No one knows. Okay. Name a media giant, past or present. Could be broadcasters, could be uh, writers, it could be anyone in the media. And then, uh, in the end, John Johnson will uh, prioritize the top four, and you will get prizes. Pretty good deal. I like it. And this Nick Sirianni, Jonesy. Yeah, I have never changed my mind more radically. Yeah, on anyone than this guy because you know why? There's no fear he's going to say something that's stupid. He's our, he's us. If we say something stupid, it's it's what Philly does. Yeah, and that's what he does. Yeah, it is. It's phenomenal. Now,
3: if he loses, does any of that change?
1: Not really, because okay. it's only the second year. Yeah, it's the second year. Yeah,
3: no, it, it's uh, it's an incredible confidence that he has. I will say that it's
1: beautiful. And a little later in the hour, I will play for you some stupidity because it happened around every minute of the opening night. Somebody was saying or doing something ignorant or idiotic. I noticed that. It was just (laughs) amazing. But let's go to the phones and kick it off today. And Mike's up first for Berwyn. Hi, Michael. Hey, how you doing today? Mike, it's uh, five days away, pal. Five days from the biggest game I will experience in my life as a sports fan.
4: Hey, you got to look at it a couple ways, though. If
1: Eagles weren't in it at this time. Yeah. You'd be you'd be sleeping still. I would be, but you know what, Mike? I'm willing to sacrifice. It. It's worth it. One or two of the most precious weeks of my life, since there can't be that many left. I'm old, <laughs> but I'm doing it because, Mike, I will not, once I retire, ever have more fun than I'm having this week, and if they win next week, you realize that there's nothing's going to happen after I retire that's as much fun as the Eagles win at the Super Bowl. I've already experienced one, and it's spectacular.
4: Do you think, though, that's the reason, you know, the last, the first one we won, people weren't as sure of themselves as, as they are with this
1: game. Yeah. And I know Kansas City, it's going to be a tough game. Without a doubt. It's, and I'm going to tell you, Mike. It's not going to be a walkthrough. I anticipated this, Mike, and that is why I booked in an emergency session Dr. Joe Fish, because Dr. Fish said, uh oh, I'm noticing now that people are much more confident than they were five years that's ago. That's true, yep, that's and true. And if something were to go awry on Sunday, there could be a deep, uh, like uh, where you have a baby, like you have postnatal depression. Postpartum, post-partum, you, idiot. post-partum. Yeah. you have. You have postnatal post- drip. Yeah. Postpartum. <laughs> 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 oh my God. All right. I, I was, you understood, you knew it was. Yeah, you're, right. on, post- you're on something. Postpartum, Mike, but this would be post Super Bowl depression. We don't want that to happen, Mike. We got to win that game. Got to win it. I agree 100%. You know, and I'll tell you, I just, I can't wait till Sunday. Uh, I think you speak for all of yes. us, Mike. Mike, give me a media giant. How about Merrill Reese? Merrill yeah. Reese!
3: Ooh. You
1: have started near the top. Maybe at the top.
3: Very good one. We
1: don't know. Merrill Reese, uh, He's 80. And he's still doing it. Yeah. And doing it well. And here's the thing. He doesn't, that guy is resilient. He is. He's still doing it. That's great. It is great. Do you think when you're 80, you will still be analyzing hockey on TNT? No. (laughs) Do you think when you're 80, you will actually still be 80 or will you be dead? I think that's I'll be dead. He's 10, so eighty right? now. Look at him. him. No, he's not. He is. He's aging. Okay. I live a
3: pressured life. He lives a. He pressured just got life. done playing a shuffleboard tournament.
1: <laughs> he did <laughs> really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lost in the final. Wow. <laughs> 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 that's right. and, uh, Joe, My wife's you. mad
3: at me about it. Actually, that's a true story. Really? Yeah, because you get a banner and, it, and you get to keep it at your place where we live in Florida for the whole week. Yeah. And she's won it before, and I had a chance to represent the family, and I lost in the final.
1: You wait. You she actually play shuffleboard? Oh uh, yeah. You realize you're six months away from a nurse wiping the drool off your chin. Can't wait. I'll see you there, buddy. <laughs> two, 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 I think I got a little on there now, does it actually. 215-592-949. Five, five, nine, nine. If we come back, wow, this is some story. The Kansas City bar in South Philadelphia that honors Kansas City Chiefs fans. Something real weird mm-hmm. happened yesterday.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: They're not hearing this in Kansas City today. They have banned all Eagles songs as if they have anything to do with the Philadelphia Eagles. Kansas City, the land of the stupid. All right, Francisco's here for Ava Grab. She's got COVID. And Francisco, what's our first of two questions of the day? All right, so today's
3: Twitter question
1: Put is the on... mic on first, Joe. We need the mic. Put the mic Put it on the right one. Yeah, okay, right. it might be
3: that microphone. All right, right. try grab,
1: grab this one, friend. It's try it. It's on. Different... It should be on. Oh, there yeah, we go. There got there. Got go. ahead. All
0: right. So today's Twitter question is brought to you by Armin Chevrolet, routine maintenance to major engine repairs. Armin Chevrolet's service center will keep your car running great. Certified service on Chevy.com. So the first Twitter question today is, which current coach or manager best represents the spirit of Philadelphia sports fans? Is it Nick Sirianni, Rob Thompson, Doc Rivers, or John Tortorella?
1: It's Nick Sirianni, Keith Jones. John Tortorella. Oh, don't do that. You, uh, he's incredible. You're, you're a paid mouthpiece for fly- the Flyers. Uh, John, John, if... Anyone selects Doc Rivers, we need to locate this person. <laughs> he's got – God. I, I gotta, got it's, Josie with his agenda, it's, the hockey, it's, it's his really agenda. It's really close
3: between the first two suggestions, but I'll go Sirianni.
1: It's Sirianni to Rhea. No, Rob Thompson, come on. Uh, he's, he's Canadian. T- he's too handsome to be there. Is that he's, what it is? He's yeah. the second most beautiful manager in, in baseball.
2: But he's he's typical of a complete underdog. Right. Yeah. That, that, you know, brought uh, the – Don't of-
1: start. It's Sirianni, Rhea.
2: What answer would you like?
1: Sirianni. Okay,
2: go ahead. You can I
1: that. win. <laughs> <laughs> it's your last all few right, days. Uh, I so think you know,
2: Tortorella's got a little bit more of an edge to him.
1: No, he doesn't. He's not preaching the gospel of the fans the oh. way Sirianni is. And it might be a while before he gets a Stanley Cup final. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. All I'm saying. All right, a uh, couple of things here. I'm having a little problem at home. Yeah. All right? uh-huh. So on Saturday, mm. we take my grandkids, my wife and I take my grandkids, Delaney four two, to uh, a, a Japanese hibachi. Uh, uh, I know it. It's a deli- yeah, it's a it's wonderful a good spot, place right behind the a pizza wonderful joint place. Right in Marlton. Yes, yeah, right behind the pizza joint. It's very good right on Route seventy, and and so it's over our rot. And little dash is in the backseat too. And sometime in the last two weeks, he learned the fight song. Yeah. And he simply never stopped for over an hour singing fly goes fly. Did that irritate you for after no, a while? Well, or... It was incredibly charming the first ten minutes. <laughs> and then it became in a descending <laughs> by the end I was relieved we had gotten it. <laughs> Because I thought the kid would get when when you when
2: you, st- when you yeah. If you told him to stop, did he begin to cry?
1: No, no. I did not tell him to <laughs> okay. stop. No, I don't get involved in that stuff. I was just listening as I turned the radio up. And uh, no, the kid was relentless. So I said, oh, my God. We're going to do some stuff today with the fight song. Let's record the little kid doing the song. How adorable would that sound on the WIP morning show?
2: Better than some of the stuff we've had later. You're
1: damn right. <laughs> uh wouldn't do it no For, well I, 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 no that th- this was the assignment i gave to his grandmother yeah. my wife when i left uh, I i put it in there like she do at 6 a.m and and then when i went to bed 12 hours later the kid wouldn't do it
2: kids do nothing on demand they don't
1: do anything <laughs> on
2: demand at
1: two years old no so unfortunately uh, i have some other versions here that i would like to run by you. i'll go back to jason a caller from indiana and he decided to blend together the fact that Kansas City doesn't want to play the, the rock group, the Eagles, and the fact that you could turn one of the songs. He said he was, who's the guy, the drummer on the Eagles? Don Henley. Don Henley. He said he was doing Don Henley here, but he did a Don Henley version of the fight song. Here's a little of it.
5: Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> All the
4: all
1: right, that's enough of that. He was a little out of tune, but it was a noble effort, I felt. Oh. No, Joe, no more of that. Oh, okay. Joe, that's enough of that. Thank right. you. But we decided that today we would do a wide variety of versions of the fight song, and, and we're going to start here. Let's start with the ferret. You know, the, the ferret. This is uh, the one rodent that Joe Conklin does. <laughs> How would the fight song sound? if Now, he's kind of foul-mouthed, but you won't notice it because he's the ferret. But here is the ferret's version of the Eagles fight song. Was that the ferret? <laughs> no, thought it was Kenny from the Dirty Thing. <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> uh, and I uh, will be playing those throughout the morning. We we have a uh, we we actually have a poker version coming up. Really, out. but I want you to I want you to understand something weird happened yesterday. I happened to bring it up early on the show. Um, there is a saloon, there is a bar yes. in South Philadelphia called Big Charlie's, and Big Charlie's has been known for many years to be the hangout. Of Kansas City Chiefs fans during the football season, and they had some monster parties there, especially when the Chiefs won it in 18, uh, 19. They won it in nineteen after the eighteen season. And um, I was talking yesterday about how they they only have a capacity; it's under hundred.
2: Yeah, it's a corner bar. It's in a South very Philly. small yeah. bar.
1: And and I was going, wow, that's a weird thing to be doing in South Philly. While the Eagles, while you're surrounded by literally millions <laughs> of yes. Eagles fans on Super Bowl Sunday, they announced yesterday that they were closing for the Super Bowl on Sunday. And the reasoning was fascinating. So they have an availability of uh, 60. I guess I could squeeze a few more in. But, uh, you know, they have their regulars. They're all the Chiefs fans. And they opened up for reservations. And the guy, I guess Big Charlie, whoever represents Big Charlie now, um, he noticed some new names on the list. (laughs) Uh what you would call infiltrators. Yes. And these were people who were hoping to walk into uh, Big Charlie Salute, I think, with evil intent. cause some problems. So wow. they had to say. Now, they may hold a private party. Right? Nothing would stop them from doing that, right? But they, they cannot open on, on Super Bowl Sunday for fear of what would happen in the area. Now, Rhea happens to live in that area. Mm -hmm. Rhea, would that have been a
2: problematic situation? I think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, I do too. I I do. Because, you know what? They've been Mm -hmm. there forever. They don't cause any trouble. They're just people. And, you know, it's an unfortunate convergence of events. But, you know, you're going to have jackasses who go in there to try and cause problems.
1: And there's a lot of violence in our city. Why invite it? Exactly. I think they made a, a very good decision. I was trying to understand how they were going them. to pull it yeah, off. Yeah, I do: I I'll feel be honest bad. with yeah. you. I was very I, I was going. It doesn't sound like that's something the neighborhood will embrace.. No. Especially since Rhea lives in the but neighborhood.
2: Still, don't blame it on me. Well, I I'll mean, be, but I you're will... uh, you're a
1: very strong Eagles fan. I
2: will be at home. watching the game. You are not prone to violence, as
1: far as no. I could tell. You did not have a firearm.
2: No, I no, well, I will uh... never have a firearm. <laughs> okay, I I, I will get home watching the game with my son.
1: That's a beautiful no. little story. Rock goes out alive from Dirty Thirty. Hi, Rock. Good morning, Angelo. How are you? Oh, you, fi- you sound bold. You sound ready. Rock, are you loving how Nick is preaching the gospel of your city?
4: He gets us. He's one of us. Yep. Just like 30-some years ago, this young man from Providence, Rhode Island, rolled into the Delaware Valley, and he got us, and he wrote about us, and then he went in the air and he talked about us, and then he gave us a voice. That man is you, Angela
1: Cataldi. That's awfully kind of you, Rocco. I am uh, You know what's weird about it all these years later, there are still people who go, Yeah, that's all great that you are part of us, but you didn't live here. We're born here, you're not quite what we are. And they're right. right. There is it, it there is a certain specialness to this being your actual birthplace. But yeah.
2: it's also I'm also amazed at the amount of people who come here. And Jones, you know this players? Who come here and make yes. it their home. Oh, yeah.
1: Keith Jones yeah. is Keith one Jones. of them. I mean,
2: yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like they always say, Oh, players, you know, they don't like playing here. So many have made it their home.
1: Exactly. We're, Rock, we're but, infectious. We're yeah. infectious. We want like people. a disease. Rock, where were you born,
4: Rocco? <laughs> Jones, you'll love this. Thunder Bay, Ontario.
1: Oh, wow. Wh- nah. I didn't know that. You were not even you have a transplant.
4: Thanks for leaving, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nine hundred miles away from where you are.
1: Wow. So <laughs> wait a minute, Rocco, you're a Canadian by birth?
4: Yes, I am. Oh, I grew yeah. up in New Jersey I grew
1: up in New Jersey, but uh yeah, I was born in Canada. Let's actually. make Canada great again. That's fantastic, <laughs> Rock. I had no idea. Rock uh five days away from the game. What are you thinking? I,
4: uh, okay. Let me put my analytical hat on. You you're always gonna be nervous because you have Mahomes and you got Andy Reid, yeah. right? And you got Gannon. What Which Gannon is going to show up? Is it going to be the Gannon that's going to let loose the dogs and just have the players play their best game? Or is it going to be game plan, reserve, everything in front of you, zone coverage? I don't think after what we saw in the last two playoff games and the championship game that we're going to see the old Gannon. I think Gannon has learned that he's got a true stud in Hassan Redick, and he's the starting point of the defensive plan. You let him loose, let him play his game, move him around, put him in different scenarios, and then the other players will step up. Now you're going to have single blocking, one-on-one on hard grade, on sweat, on Cox. the rotation of players at tackle, and you will have an effective game plan. And this starts with the defensive
1: line. Right, this
4: game is going to be won and lost on the performance of the defensive line.
1: No argument, Barrack. you know what you have just taught me by what you just said? The guy that may have the most at stake in what's happening Sunday is Gannon. Because Gannon's not getting another head coaching job. And if they lose, and let's just say Mahomes puts up 30 or more points, the first guy that people are going to point out, me included, will be Gannon. Because he's got so much talent on that side of the ball. And if Mahomes takes advantage of him anyway, he's going to get the blame. Absolutely. Absolutely,
4: and you're right. And there's a sec. There's got to be a reason that he's not getting a second look for head coach. Yeah, they're all going to wait and see his performance in this game. Rock, Most
1: of the coaches hired are
2: offensive guys. right? Great
1: insight yeah. by Rocco. Rocco, give me a media giant past or pl- uh, present. Well, the one who has a video game named after him, John Madden going to be hard wow. to do better than that. That's a very man. good one. Rocco, bring Rocco, you know it's why, Rocco? This is what Rocco does. He raises his game when the games get bigger. I
2: have a fun stat for you regarding regarding Hassan Reddick. Give like me a, a
1: fun stat. Jeff
2: Carr, so Andrew Wiley from the Chiefs has allowed nine sacks and forty-two pressures at right tackle this season. Ooh. He will primarily be seeing Hassan Reddick.
1: Well, he'll be—he'll get whiplash while Reddick is going by. How are they? They're going to see, but here's the problem: they can't leave their main tight end in to block because their main tight end is by far their best receiver. Correct. They're in
2: trouble. We can only hope.
1: Two one five—that's my favorite matchup, by the way, because Reddick <laughs> is almost unstoppable. He's
2: on—he's on fire. And
1: Reddick right now is seeing the big prize. He's
2: a dog with a bone.
1: Oh man, Ria! If the Eagles win. Can I have one final request? Because then I will really be in my final days. Mm-hmm. Would you do one last? If the Eagles win, Reddick plays well. <laughs> one last rendition of the Temple Fight While song
2: While wearing my Hassan Reddick Eagles jersey?
1: Yes. Yes. She, that's a Yes. Rhea sings on Monday.
2: <laughs> Plan wow. your week accordingly. Mm. Sorry. 215
1: 592 I know what you're thinking, Josie. Yeah, this is all well and good, but what about, can I hear some stupid stuff? Yes, I need it. So when we come back, you will hear some incredibly stupid stuff on last night's media night at the Super Bowl. It, I, I would like to say it's getting dumber every year, but it's been incredibly dumb for decades. Yeah, it has. But it's real dumb, and you'll hear it when we come back. W- Banned in Kansas City, but not in Philly. They're banning the Eagles rock group because of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's really stupid, but... It's Kansas City. What do you expect? All right, anyway, uh, in a minute, we're going to have our nine-year-old impersonator, but I wanted to give you a little sliver of the stupidity, the absolute stupidity of what happens on media night. Jonesy, how important would you say the Super Bowl is? Uh, the
3: biggest sporting event in the world.
1: It is? Yes. So then, if somebody would ask, uh, let's say, the head coach of the Eagles uh, its importance— that would be kind of the answer, right? Yes. Well, listen to this. this is a, must-win game. a must-win game? A must-win game? A
5: must-win game. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know we're we're here to, you know, obviously to win the football game.
5: A must-win game.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, here was what asked. Nice that that makes me so mad. What was
3: that? Was that real? Like
1: someone was no, really it, asking no, that question? No, it was uh, Hold on. Oh. Uh, Hertz was asked. It. Listen. This is a
4: must-win game.
1: think every, every game is. Every game. Is, this is. A jo- is that a joke? No, is someone know, doing we that know. It's got to be for like no, some listen bit to me. someone's doing. Jonesy, hold on. Here's the thing. Some of it's bits and yeah. some of it is really stupid people. Yeah. And I'm not gonna. If you put a news person at that at that thing, a news person is likely to ask something stupid. Yeah, but that's just. I don't think that's it ridiculous. was intentional. Okay. it's so aggravating It's really so irritating, actually. All right, How about this? So Nick Sirianni has to go on with Michael Irvin, <laughs> right? NFL Network, yeah. right? NFL Network. NFL Network. And uh, Michael Irvin is a fraud. You understand? So now Nick doesn't know yet that Irvin has picked every team and every sport every day. <laughs> so he's there, and he's trying to get Michael Irvin to root for the Eagles. Listen yeah. to Are you rooting for the Eagles? Coach, I, I, uh, I got to keep this thing right down the middle, Coach. And right huh. now, I, But I have had some, some moments here with the Eagles. I do think the Eagles have the advantage right now. All right, uh, yeah. The key what with Irvin, that? the key with Michael Irvin, is keeping it right down the middle. Yeah, sure. Like, like a, a couple of weeks ago, when he was asked if he was rooting for the Eagles or the Niners, and he again, right down the middle. And, and now, I'm always San Francisco I'm on the wagon. Do not let Philly get this thing. Come on, Forty Niners, let's go."
2: Are you saying he lied? Right down the middle. Didn't <laughs> he they say
1: they are a dynasty before the season Every, started? Something yes. like that. He said the Eagles were a dynasty. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he even said that about the Cleveland Browns. I don't think <laughs> that, he remembers what he says one day from the next. a jackass. You understand? Really parties and bit. if you actually watched the highlights from media night last night, ladies and gentlemen deduct 15 points from your IQ for the rest of the day. That and is the, a fact. And oh my another god! another
2: 15 after you listen to this show. <laughs>
1: no, Rhea, that's, that's automatic. A, that's a 50. In fact, if you've been listening for years, <laughs> you probably have no IQ. Conklin's right, still anyway, here, believe it or not. Yeah. All right. Now, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. So I get an email from this guy named Neil, like several weeks ago, and he's uh, really touting his 12-year-old son, Sean, who is a uh, a Joe Conklin clone? Right, Poor he kid. is an impersonator. All right. See, I thought at nine, nine Joe's a, uh, uh, Joe at twelve, Joe Conklin at twelve was being sent to the principal's office for mocking teachers and doing impersonations. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, pretty much. That's sixth grade. It's twelve. Well, no, I'm going to bring them on now because this little boy, twelve years old, has mastered. He's even doing some voices you're not doing. I thought you kid
6: said the kid was nine
1: well he's twelve I, I how many emails I get just play along All right, on <laughs> the line is bad that, that's neil hi neil good morning neil when did you notice that your son Sean had this ability
3: seven
1: thirty uh recently actually he he's always he always loved broadcasting
0: and he always would imitate the broadcasters um and I never really realized it until he was watching an Eagles game on Madden. His brother was playing Madden, and he was imitating Meryl Reese doing the game. And I said, wow, that's that's really good. Um, and then Fox 29 did a story on him and on the spot asked him to do a Meryl Reese impression while they called up Meryl Reese, and, and Meryl liked it. So it was
6: uh,
1: it was kind of spontaneous. All right, hey, for he you did scene. me
6: before I hit puberty. All right, could you
1: shut up for a minute <laughs> so I get this thing going, Joe? So, Neil, here's the thing. Right now, Meryl Reese is not going to say anything negative, but this show's more likely to be honest about the kid's skill. All right, Neil? So just so you know, uh, Joe Conklin has been instructed, if necessary, to offer some pointers, right? Or, I'm going to be honest, Neil, your son's doing a couple of voices Joe hasn't done yet. And he may be able to teach Joe how to do a couple of these voices. Why don't we start with Marilyn Mike? Sean is there. Is Sean going to take a stab here at Marilyn Mike? All right. All right, Sean. Let's hear it.
5: It is third down inside from the Eagles' 34-yard line. Still no score on the board with nine minutes left in the opening quarter. Hurts in the gun. Gainwell to his right. Goddard coming in motion to the near side. Hurts takes the snap. He is back. He's looking. He is watching at far side. He's got Smith. Smith crosses midfield. He breaks free to the 40, 35-30, 25-20, 15-10-5. He's in for the touchdown. Devontae wow. Smith.
1: Wow. Very yeah. good. That was amazing. It'll even be better when you hit puberty because <laughs> your voice will <laughs> yes. be a little lower. But you got that. You got the rhythm perfectly. Do you do a mic quick too, Neil? Yeah. Let's hear it.
5: I love that play call by Nick Sirianni. He brings Goddard in motion to move the safety. Then a great effort by Devontae Smith, plucking the ball from midair. And taking it down the sideline for the opening score of Super Bowl fifty seven.
1: Excellent. That's That's great. Yeah, Leo, really you got the pluck is one of the words only Mike will use. And he's a he enjoys pluck. All right. It's a tough word. Do you, do you have you have mastered, you say, both Patrick Mahomes and Jalen
5: Hurts? Jalen Hurts is a tough one, but right. Mahomes, um, I think I'm pretty good
1: with him. All right, let's hear the Mahomes.
5: Who wrote this script? I can't believe it. All my wide receivers are hurt. I was supposed to get the Patrick Price for this role. I'm the MVP of the league. So what if I sound like a Muppet? I'm supposed to win this game.
1: Wow. I got <laughs> Neil. That's good. Here's the thing, Sean. That, that, no one's doing Mahomes but you that's, right now. I mean, let, me hear, let me just hear your hurts. What do you got for that?
5: All right. That's not what I heard. The script is the script, and the standard is the standard, and the standard keeps rising every game. That's why I'm the MVP of the game that counts. Season isn't over yet. Make no mistake, rent is due this Sunday, and I don't plan on leaving any money out on the field.
1: Neil, I got to tell you something. That's your best. Kids got a lot of time. Sean, I like Sean, that one. Sean, that's your I like best. that. One. I like Sean, that's your Sean's best. great. That's very good. No,
5: uh, I-, I got a little joke with Patrick Mahomes.
1: You have a joke with Mahomes? Well, you're ahead of Conklin. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear this. I hear you, Galen. <laughs> Any money we
5: leave on the field, Coach Reed uses to buy himself pork chops.
3: You know he loves
5: pork. <laughs> the kid is
1: doing. <laughs> <That's> better. <laughs> we, we got Reed. a future kid. Pork
3: Uber. There's an opening coming uh, soon.
1: Neil, uh, Neil, you're it. Sure, you're doing great here. One last one. Do you have you mastered me
5: yet? Uh, it's hard, but um,
1: it is hard. I got one. Okay, let's hear it.
5: Good morning, everybody.
1: (laughs) Excellent. You could be a contributor on the new show, Sean. You're awesome, man. Neil, I'm glad I finally put you guys on. You were well worthy of it. And like I said, uh, he is his uh, to me. Hurts is his best, but wait till he hits puberty and he goes down an octave. (laughs) He's going to crush these things, <laughs> he's Neil. He's got a full
0: beard.
3: Hi. He's going to crush. I told him to do
1: a deep voice, and he said, that's as deep as I can go. Oh, he's, he's 12 care. years old. <laughs> He'll be great, that Neil.
3: was very good.
1: Neil, thank you that very much. Yeah. I like thank this. you
0: so much for having us on. Our pleasure. You're welcome.
3: I like this uh, Patrick Mahomes. I-, I can only do Mahomes walking. Yeah, he, he walks like you show a, a Victoria's Secret model with a Sharpie up his. Butt. Why don't you walk out of here? This kid's <laughs> going to replace no. you anyway. Get okay. out of here. <laughs>
5: All
1: right, let me get a quick call up here, and then I believe we got Chip Snapper coming up, and uh, I'm sure <laughs> uh, Sean would love that. Hi, Ryan. How are you today?
6: Angelo, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
1: Are you excited?
6: Oh, I'm pumped,
3: man. First, I just want to say, I've listened to you for 25 years. I was like 11, 12 years old, and my dad's car used to have you guys on. You, Al, right. Rhea Conklin, and Jonesy. So thank you for that. Incredible. You're the godfather of morning show, man.
1: Well, Ryan, I want to point out, if if we're using the uh, arithmetic provided by Rhea Hughes, you are now in the minus territory in your IQ.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's decreasing. You are,
1: you are like minus 712 <laughs> if you've been listening that long. But, Ryan, how you feeling about this? Are you confident? Are you nervous? What are you feeling?
3: What well, am I feeling? Well, first of all, we punched New York Giants straight in the throat. Yep. We gutted San Francisco. Not just knocked out one quarterback, but two legally. Yeah. I don't see any reason why we're not going to go into Kansas City and win the game. Anytime we played a good team, we destroy them. And Jalen's the leader. Everybody wants to go on
1: the field, play for the kids. He said one more, we're going to get it. Ryan, I need a media giant. Who you got? Disney. 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 Walt Disney. No, that's not. Oh, I, So you want to. A, co- no, you got to specify. Do you want a name or a corporation? A yeah, yeah. You need, I need a name. A
3: name. Give Walt, me a name. Walt, a Walt Disney.
1: Okay. Well, you want to go <laughs> yeah, Walt Disney, go. Ryan? Walt. Yeah, let's do it. Walt <laughs> Disney. All right. It's media, though. Remember, it's media. Technically, yes, but I'm not sure about yeah. that one. I'm not the judge John Johnson He's is. He's shaking his head. Ladies and gentlemen, needless to say, this is a wild time for bars all through our area, including in Kensington, chief proprietor, ship snapper. Hey, if you
6: can hear me. We got a big crowd. Oh, down here is really crowded.
1: That's oh, crazy, what's going on out there?
6: Everyone's jacked for the Eagles. Duffy's making book. Eggie's selling knockoff merch. Margaret's not sure if she has Eagle's fever or venereal disease.
1: Maybe both.
6: <laughs> Eggie has knockoff Eagle jerseys. And if you're knocked up, we have... Triple XL's maternity size. They think of everything at Chip Snapper. They're greasing the poles. It's the same grease from the deep fryer in the kitchen. Wow. And uh, Duffy's been greasing his
1: poles since Thursday. So he's got a pole right in front of his house.
6: Everybody's excited. The nutty guy down on the corner, he sings the Eagles fight song every time the light turns green. Well, what does he do when the light turns red? He drinks until it turns green again. <laughs> But the big story is just the Kelsey brothers. They're all over. A very similar thing down here. We have the Kemsky brothers from Port Richmond. Yeah. They played on different teams too. Dad rooted for Frankfurt and Mom rooted for Dad to send child support. (laughs) We got a... uh, We had a Chiefs fan come in here the other night so drunk he could hardly walk. Ooh, that's Uh, not... At least we thought he was a Chiefs fan. Turns out it was a guy in a white shirt who just got
1: stabbed. See, it was Brad Johnson? <laughs> the, the shirt was. I got it. It was uh...
6: Duffy's brother's going to Arizona. It's not for the game. He's in the witness relocation program. <laughs> we had the uh, news here. The action news was Jump. down in the neighborhood interviewing some of the customers, and they were lucky enough to catch three muggings and a robbery live on the air while they were rolling the camera. And they were there like five minutes? Yeah. Well, the news, (coughs) that what they're doing is they have people sending in pictures of their babies in Eagles onesies. I took a picture of Flynn last night passed out in a onesie. Look more like a Browns uniform, though. Uh Uh-oh. Not what you want. (laughs) Send us all your Eagle photos (laughs) so we can put them on our Facebook page. Eggie's nephew sent us a picture of him stealing a car.
1: Oh, that's hot woman. (laughs)
6: And we're getting a lot of pics that we can't post. Duffy sent us a photo of himself and uh, uh, somebody else's wife. Oh, no, you don't so want that. Just yeah. be careful. Yep. By the way, we have some Super Bowl specials. Oh, what do we got? The girls on the avenue will hum the Eagles' fight song for $4. Oh, I like that. And in honor of the Kelsey brothers, the girls are after... But they're offering a two-for-one discount if you bring your brother.
1: Oh, that's a a bonding experience.
6: They'll take another dollar off if you pull up in a green car. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I don't know if you watched any of the media night last night. It was nice to see Andy Reid gave a nod to Philly and the uh, Mahomesburg
1: prison. Yeah, I remember that. Same
6: old story, Larry Krasner lets the criminals out and then Andy Reid ties them. <laughs> oh, we just found out news from Temple University. Oh, we at Temple! Hassan Reddick is being honored by the Temple School of Proctology for being the best single-digit player to ever come out of Temple. That's just not right. Pull my
3: finger. Not nice at
6: all. We, we do have uh, some, if you're, I know Jonesy likes to gamble. Oh, prop bets. Uh, Cookie the bookie has some prop bets for us. Um, who will score first, the Chiefs or Aggie's daughter? I got Aggie's daughter at the coin toss. Will Flynn be able to stand for the national anthem? No. <laughs> who will take a knee first, Jalen Hurts or Tracy from D Street?
1: I got Tracy. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) See Joe Conklin's comedy show at St. Anastasia Church on Westchester Pike where knee jokes are huge (laughs) It's right in Newtown Square on February 11th For tickets go to JoeCocklet.com. When we return Ross Tucker WIP Sports Time 658
0: Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without AutoPay pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.